This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Gate. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you're able to check out last week's episode where we wrapped up Fall Tour 2021 with a recap of the two nights at the National in Richmond, Virginia, November 18th and 19th, and the next night, the 20th, at the Norva in Norfolk, Virginia. There is a link in the show notes if you want to catch up on that. This week, we're going to relive all the magic that was Holidays 2021 at Now Sapphire and Dreams Resort in Puerta Morales, Mexico, December 4th through 8th. But before we jump into that, a quick reminder, if you're listening to this when it airs on January 11th, This Saturday night, the 15th, Jewel will be doing a free live stream show on Lively. As he said, playing some Umphreys tunes, classical music, covers, and improv. Music starts at 8 p.m. Eastern. Link in show notes, of course, or golive.ly. Type in Joel Cummins and it'll pop up. Also want to mention Jake's New Year show, also from Lively, that happened on January 4th, but you can still go on and snag the stream and then watch it on demand for seven days. It's 15 bucks, totally worth it, um, so check that out for sure. I'll throw a link in the show notes or also head to the same spot, golive.ly, and just type in Jake and it'll pop up. Next week, I will bring you a recap of that along with Brendan's holiday, Why Not, from December 17th. And if I have time, we'll squeeze Joel's thing in there. Um, But if not, it'll be in the following week. All right, so let's get into everything that unfolded at Holidays 2021. And before we get into the music... I have to share this just crazy story, and a couple people know this, so maybe if you're listening, you might know the story, Um, but if not, it's just, it's so awesome and crazy. So I was never intending to go to holidays this year, Um, but my friend Casey reached out to me and said that this whole crazy thing had happened in her life, and the other part of her room was now available and she was trying to sell it and nobody was buying it. And she just felt the urge to ask me if, you know, if I could go. And I went back and forth on it and couldn't really decide what was the choice I wanted to make. And finally I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. 
I'm going to go and I'm going to live in the moment and just really seize this and you know, I'm at a place in my life where there's a lot of things going on in my personal life and the opportunity to do this and spend time with my friend and go see Humphreys on the beach was like, uh, yeah. And I was definitely a little concerned traveling internationally. Um, anyways, I've never done it before. I've been to Canada Um, but I live like 20 minutes from the border, so I don't even count that as anything really. Um, and of course, you know, traveling now with everything going on, like, oh, what do we do with all the things and this and that? And, you know, now I'm just like, I got this (laughs) and I feel like I'm such a pro now and I'm so ready for Iceland even more so. Um, and it just, it's incredible. I mean, thinking back to just everything and how it just all unfolded so perfectly. I mean, I don't know about you listening, um, if you believe in all that stuff, but I certainly do. And if you don't, maybe this story will convince you because it all happened so perfectly. Like even, you know, buying the flights and getting everything all set up to go. And even to the point I left on Sunday, the the everything, the festival, whatever, uh, started on Saturday. Um, I got there on Sunday and I left my house in Buffalo, New York on Sunday morning and my flight took off and I landed in Orlando, had a layover, got into Mexico, went through customs, got my taxi, which out, I don't know if you've ever been outside the Mexico airport, um, but that was that was pretty crazy. Everybody trying to find a way to get out of there and get a, get a ride. Um, but I was able to get on my shuttle, my taxi, get to the resort, get checked in, get changed, then walk down to the beach, get right to my spot, you know, rail Jake's side, literally 30 minutes before Umphreys took the stage. Like, I could not have timed that any perfectly and with all of the factors that were in there it it was just amazing. I just like walked up and was just like, "Oh, hey." <laughs> it was incredible. I'm like, I can't even believe that I'm standing here right now. So, yeah, I mean, even talking about it again, I'm not even joking. Like, I have goosebumps. It was just absolutely amazing. Every experience of it, you know, even being able to sit there and have breakfast with Casey and, you know, talking with her, you know, even just hanging out in in our room and being roommates and having like a sleepover and then, you know, raging Eggman together and the afternoon Umphrey set. And, you know, it was just really great to spend time with her um, anyway. Um, but to do that when we're both going through a lot in our lives. Um, so that was really special and it was really, it was one of those things that was definitely meant to be, um, (laughs) trying not to get like super emotional about it because it was just, it was just really, really awesome. So I'm incredibly grateful to Casey for inviting me and thinking of me and, you know, inspiring me to go on a grand adventure and step outside my comfort zone and do this because I'm so ready to do more. So 
this was super awesome and then get to see everybody on the beach and you know my audio editor Eric was there and at one point we're hanging out and watching the doom set with his friends and you know I'm just watching everybody out on the beach and it was just the fucking best like honestly there's just nothing else and you know that was actually my first Doom set, too. I finally got to see Doom Flamingo, and that was so awesome. And, you know, the past two years or whatever, it was just a really nice reminder of all the really wonderful, beautiful moments in life. And, you know, now in hindsight with the cancellation of New Year's and the New York City shows, um, it was so great to be able to be there and to be with everyone. And it was just it was truly magical. Like, there's just nothing else you can say. Like, it's so cliche and cheesy, um, but it's really true. And I'm so grateful. And I think about it every day. Um, Yeah. And I can't wait for next year. So yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Also playing that weekend, the Disco Biscuits, Lotus, The New Deal, Andy Frasco, Chromio, Corinna, Kiteman, Reitman, Kreitman, I'm like crucifying the shit out of your last name. Um, a bunch of people were doing it all weekend though. Anyways, because everybody was talking about her and how great she was. Um, I don't know anything about her and talking about her now just reminded me I need to check out her some more. Um, but yeah, people were saying that she was really good. She played the first day. Um, I missed that. Like I said, I didn't come in until Sunday. Um, also little stranger, um, Omega Moose on the evening of the fifth. I was so hyped to finally be able to catch the Moose. That was so much fun. And everybody was just hanging out and having so much fun. Um, and the Moose were just playing and it was such a good time. And I was trying to track down a set list and I was told under other circumstances, I'm sure someone would have it, but holidays isn't built that way. Yeah, that's definitely a great explanation for that evening for sure. (laughs) Doom Flamingo would play two sets during the festivities. First up, a set on the beach I just mentioned um, on December 6th and again in the wee hours of December 7th for a poolside collaboration with Little Stranger called Stranger Than Doom. And of course, my personal favorite moment from the entire weekend, like the entire weekend, Brain Damaged Eggman. December 7th, which is Chris, Jake, and Brendan, along with Mark Brownstein and Aaron Magner. Last time they played, Resonance Festival 2018. And seriously, that was one of the best sets of music I think I've seen. You know, it's it's up there. Like, it's in there. And it's it was just so good. It was really good. And I've seen uh, Britt Floyd. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Britt Floyd. Um, They are a phenomenal uh, Pink Floyd tribute band. A really good friend of mine is actually one of the female singers in the band. She sings vocals on uh, Great Gig in the Sky. They give give her that. Um, But this, it was 
so good. It was really, really good. You could tell they were having such a great time with it. And I think of this set like every day ever since. Like I am just pining for a recording of this to pop up. I see so many other people like asking for it too. So I know I'm not the only one. Um, uh, And every time I hear like a Beatles song or a Floyd song on the radio, I think, you know, if it's one of the songs they played, um, I think about it and I'm just like, oh, this is it was so good. Like it was just so good. And then Joel during In the Flesh coming out, the sunglasses on and just the personality that he was embodying, like it was just so perfect. It was just so perfect. So the set list that evening come together into Mean Mr. Mustard, into Polythene Pam, into She Came In Through the Bathroom Window, into In the Flesh with Joel on vocals, Another Brick in the Wall, Dear Prudence, I Am the Walrus, Breathe Time, Breathe Reprise, Hey Bulldog, Comfortably Numb, Young Lust, Baby You're a Rich Man, Have a Cigar, Tomorrow Never Knows, Brain Damage, and Eclipse. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) I really want to re-listen to that again. Like, oh. It was ridiculous. Like, I'm just thinking about it again, and I'm getting goosebumps. Like, it was so good. I can't wait to hear that again. Please, I hope somebody was recording that. (laughs) Seriously. In the winter edition of Crooked Conversations, there is a page about holidays among a shit ton of other content inside. There's a whole page of fall tour set lists, Umbel coverage, two Umfreak spotlights, two submissions from the Much Obliged Yellow Balloons community, a whole piece about the South Bend show, UM news, and just so much more. 28-page, full-color This thing is pretty legit. If you want one, head to datcmediacompany.com under the DATC store tab. And you can grab the digital version or the print copy. There's only very few number of those. And if you're interested in just snagging yourself a subscription so you never miss an issue the minute they drop... You can find info for that also at datcmediacompany.com. I made a Nugs holiday play I made a Nugs holidays playlist that I will link in the show notes as well if you're interested in giving that a spin. And also, now I've listened to every show the band played in 2021, which is kind of like bittersweet. Um, but my Nug's list is complete, 105 tracks, 22 and a half hours from the year, and that is what I'm going to be going through to make my choices when the time comes to choose Hall of Fame. Um, I'll probably just start weeding through that because there's going to be stuff that I totally don't even remember, so I'm excited to start going back through that. Um, So if you'd like to see what made my first list, um, a link for that is also in the show notes. All right, so first up, December 5th, getting things started with Get in the Van, stopping right into an open-ended all-in-time next, skipping into its own intentions about three minutes, 
spending some time deep within the thick vines of Perk World, gathering up some past resentments as it trudges on, putting the brakes on and coasting right into two by two, the first tune from the weekend that found a seat on my highlights list. I felt a little like some slinky speak up vibes to it as it feels its way out. After completion of its journey, it would mystically float into the next tune, Believe the Lie, also on my highlights list. Got Your Milk next. Another one that is on my list from the weekend and shout out to my audio editor, Eric, who finally, finally, finally got his milk. Like they've been playing it like the show before, the show after, you know, it's been a tease this whole time. So hell yeah. (laughs) Wandering off slightly after four minutes, but really finding its direction and confidence about six and a half erupting into a crazy train by Ozzy T's slightly before 10 and a half, cooling its heels and embodying something a little sexier as it makes its way out, breaking apart, materializing as the next tune, Day Nurse, and the conclusion of All in Time to close out the first set on the beach. And side note, Hearing the guys in the talkback mics on the recording of this was, in my absolutely nerdy opinion, so very awesome. (laughs) Like, I just love to hear uh, the banter back and forth of, like, the directions that they wanted to take the song or uh, whatever. So, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. The Silent Type to open the second set, followed by Whoppy Sprayberry, another one that made its way onto my highlights list. Chris and Andy lead us out as we start to bury our heels deeper and deeper into the gritty of it. A Mantis Sandwich next, which I put the whole story on my highlights list because I just like you know, this as an entity, but this first part of Mantis is where the meat is for sure. Coming to a stop before embarking on its journey, this jam, this freaking jam, (laughs) I say that, it just so delicately dances around so very mystically and mysterious and just sexy, and in the moment, and every single time I listen to this, first of all, I just stop and get so lost in it. Like, I love this jam so much. Honest to God, I, like, hear it in my head right now talking about it. I love it so much, and definitely invoking all the emotions in the heart of it, It just, ugh, every time I feel like I either tear up or I just straight up start crying. I just, it's so good, the emotion inside of there. It goes way out into the stratosphere, coming back to reality and just gently placing us back in, but then abruptly putting on the brakes and driving it into a cover of Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. And, like, that's not a tune that I really love a lot originally. But they cover it really well. And 
in the moment, it was the perfect cover to do. And it was so apt for, you know, being in Mexico. So like, oh, it was such a great version of that. So that's why I put this all together as a highlight because the whole adventure is really great. That one they've covered a total of 10 times. Last played August 31st, 2019 at the Paramount in Huntington, New York. Kula would be the other ingredient inside this sandwich before bringing Mantis to completion. Before heading into the next tune, 40s theme, Bayliss mentions watching someone do a cannonball perfectly on the downbeat during a moment earlier uh, in the set. And that being the best moment in Mexico so far in his life. So if by any chance, sir, if you are listening to this, I just wanted to commend you and say that's awesome and very well done. So yeah. (laughs) Jake putting Joel on the spot as the adventure within 40s heads out about three and a half, resulting in a resounding Joel chant from the crowd can always get behind the nice Joel chant for sure. A cover of the Who's Baba O'Reilly would round out the second set of the first night for Umphreys. This one, personal favorite that they cover. Another one where, you know, I don't love the uh, original. I actually will leave the original on the radio now only because like of Umphreys and hearing Umphreys cover it and like my memories of that like honestly um but they it, it's just because they do this song so good that's why and Bayless's voice is just so perfect for this and Joel too you got to give him his mad props done 55 times last played 12 27 2019 at the Fillmore in Denver Side note, the one from Summer Camp 2009, May 22nd with Allie Crawl, definitely one of, if not the best version of that song that they've done. Um, I'll link that in the show notes. And also, we chat about that sit-in on the Tales from Scamp miniseries that I did with Joel If you missed that, that came out um, in the summer, July, and in August leading up to this year's Summer Camp Music Festival. So if you missed that, check it out. A four-part miniseries where Joel talks about all sorts of really great memories from Summer Camp Music Festival over the years. Sit-ins, including the God Boner set, the Huey Lewis and the Rumors set, um, he shares some really hilarious stories and a Ryan Stasek story. And, um, we also talk about this sit-in with Allie Crawl and a whole bunch more. Um, so definitely check that out. Link is in the show notes or just search, uh, wherever you're listening to this. It'll definitely pop up. Tales from Scamp with Joel Cummins and Sarah Jahimiak. Allie has sat in with them on that tune a few times, actually, two other times, January 23rd, 2010, at the Fillmore in Denver. Um, She would again play violin. And also on July 8th, 2010, at Party in the Park in Rochester, New York, she would play fiddle that time. And I actually had forgotten that I went to that show um, 
until I looked that up on all things Umphreys and was like, holy shit, I forgot I was there. (laughs) Moving along to the afternoon set on December 6th, kicking off with half delayed, followed by Crucial Taunt, then Slacker, the first tune from this afternoon set that found a spot on the highlights list, along with the tune that this one would carry into Sweetness. And this one has another jam in it that every damn time. Oh, the emotions, man. I just crying. And I I think it was yesterday I was listening to this show again and like just the weekend, you know, and there was this moment and I really started to get misty eyed and I'm like, damn, what song is this now that's getting me all teary eyed? And I like looked and it's the jam and sweetness again. And I'm like, damn it. Wow. So yeah, that one was a really, really good one. Recommended listening for sure. Party and Peeps would follow. um, And then another highlight, Red Tape. Dancing into it about four and a half. Keeping it close to the hip for a few minutes. Busting through like the Kool-Aid Man slightly after eight minutes. Full of all sorts of elasticity. Giving itself a minute to breathe before picking itself up to continue dancing on. I will say... You know, I love you guys, but y'all, as some would call it, aborted that jam. I personally don't love that term, but just saying. (laughs) Bad Poker next, followed by the always nice Higgins. The Fussy Dutchman and Althea by The Grateful Dead would close out this afternoon set The second time the full band would take that one for a spin since its debut at Suwannee Huluween on October 28th. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of umfreaks? Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an Umphreys-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow Umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. All right, so that brings us to the final Umphrey show at holidays, December 7th. 1348 would get things started, revealing itself as an open-ended adventure. This first part would find a spot on my highlights list, wandering off on its own slightly after four minutes, and... I swear, and I've listened to this a couple times before I like put this out there. I swear I heard a tickle of Draco, Draconin, whatever. I'm always saying it wrong. That song. 
at like seven-ish minutes, it's going to drop back into where it was before and then come back into that tickle again about a minute later. Nothing mentioned on all things Umphreys, but like I said, every time I listen to this, I think that. And it could very well be the same chord progression or whatever, but I can't not think of it every time I've listened to this. So I'm just putting it out there. (laughs) Leaving this in the dust for now, stepping into Wife Soup, followed by the always massive Hurt Bird Bath, which I feel like more oftentimes than not, that finds a spot on my highlights list. And that was also the case with this one here. Push the Pig next, and about seven and a half-ish sounds familiar to me. It starts to form a few seconds before. And yes, I do think that it does have some boothish tendencies underneath it. Um, but there is something else I'm thinking of. And I'm pretty sure it's not one of their songs that it is. But I can't place it. Anyway, Andy's last beer next. Followed by Intentions Clear. Also a highlights list placeholder. Jubilantly dancing off about five-ish minutes, cooling itself about three minutes later, completely picking itself up and dancing right on, getting all in a tizzy, landing right into complete the 1348 that started our evening. Cemetery walk next, followed by a set ending junk the last one from the weekend that would find a place on my highlights list. An encore, Cashmere by Zeppelin with Kanika Moore on vocals, covered 24 times, last played January 23rd, 2020 at Penn's Peak in Jim Thorpe, PA. This would actually be the third time that Kanika would sing on that cover. For 2819 at Riverfront Park, North Charleston, South Carolina, and 21619 at Brooklyn Steel in Brooklyn, New York. I was there for that one too. Um, I just love her. She's amazing. Closing it all out for them at holidays with one more dance party with Kem Walk too. All right, so that's everything I have for this week of the show. There's a bunch of links in the show notes, including where you can listen to all of these nights of holidays and anything else I might have mentioned throughout the episode. Also in the show notes, you'll find the DATC pod vault stuffed, so stuffed with a ton of past episodes for you to binge on, where you can get your subscription to Crooked Conversations and snag your copy of the Winter Edition, now available. Shop the DATC store and so much more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.